Good evening, everyone. This is Tala with Drive Through Therapy. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight on another episode. And as always, I'm grateful for your support. And uh, you guys support in many different ways, and most of it has to do energetically. When you listen to this podcast and you communicate with me, you energetically perform a transaction, uh, and I give it right back, and I'm grateful for it. So I just want to tell you thank you for this wonderful exchange of energy, high-frequency energy, if you don't mind me saying so. I often hear people say this, which is they call themselves a procrastinator. And a procrastinator is uh, a person who postpones actions that they need to take or what they perceive they need to take uh, for a later later time. And the way we use procrastinator or procrastination in our society really implies it as a judgment. And if you think about it, if, if you describe yourself as a procrastinator, you're just shutting it down to just that. You're a procrastinator. In you saying that judgment about yourself, more often than not, you will not go further than just procrastination. It's a form of self-shaming and self-judgment, but it's not seeking to understand yourself in any form, any depth. It's just saying, I'm a procrastinator, and that is the justification for me to continue to procrastinate. But tonight, we're going to talk about a deeper message that the idea of procrastination really, really means. So this way, you can start to think about it differently, and in you doing so, you can change this whole narrative about procrastination and I'm a procrastinator and uh, it's totally worth it for you guys. And I know that once once you really look at it properly, I think you'll change it for a lifetime and you're never going to call yourself that. It is a form of self-shaming. When I judge myself and I say I'm a procrastinator, that's all I get to do. I stay stuck in shame. That's really what shame does. It's a cyclical idea. I get stuck in shame and I excuse the behavior of non-action taking or non-completion of tasks or putting them off. I just simply say, that's just me and I live with it and I'm helpless to it. Now, in us making sure that we detach ourselves from that label is our first step. You have to understand that the label itself is not you. It doesn't define you, but it does give a clue or sends a message about where you're at and what you need to look at. So looking at it a little bit deeper, procrastination is another way to say avoidance. It's an avoidance of making a decision or taking an action towards something. Now, this avoidance usually is a side effect of a deeper thinking pattern that it almost um, escapes everybody that engages in it. And that deeper thinking pattern is uh, having an opinion about whatever it is you're avoiding to do, right? Having an opinion about it. The other message that we get when we are calling ourselves a procrastinator on a deeper level will also think or accept a a reality of, I don't feel like it, that's why I don't do it, okay? So I have to feel like a certain feeling in order for me to do something, 
Uh, I hear that often. I don't feel like cleaning. I don't feel like finishing up the work. I don't feel like checking my emails. I don't feel like doing the laundry. And instead of looking at it deeper, I just called myself a procrastinator. And in that is just shaming. And in me doing that doesn't make anything better. Again, shame is a stuck energy. It just stays stuck. It's useless. It's, it's very useless. I think it's only useful in small little, there's, there's a, a healthy shame, but it, it is not useful in large amounts as a way to correct myself or a way to correct others. But unfortunately, uh, we tend to have this self-punishing or self-shaming flavor <laughs> within our society if, based on our upbringing and our programming. And uh, we think that if we shame ourselves enough that we're going to actually do something. We're going to motivate ourselves to do something. But unfortunately, it ends up just deteriorating the inner self. So going back to the true definition of calling myself a procrastinator, it really just develops an inner acceptance of a reality that I have to feel like doing something in order for me to do it. Also, I have to have an opinion about something, anything. I could say checking my email is going to be, it's going to take too long. It's going to be hard. I don't like it. We have these opinions about this certain task and that places heavy energy on that task. In itself, me checking email doesn't make a difference. It doesn't uh, really take long. But if I have an opinion about it, then I'm going to keep putting it off, not because it is difficult, but because I have an opinion about it and I don't feel like doing it. You see how all this connects? Yeah. That's what procrastination really is. It's having an opinion about something that results in me avoiding it. And so in order for us to stop procrastination, we have to get to a place where we double check and we challenge even. I really want people to challenge their own opinions about what they're putting off instead of just chucking it up and saying, you know what, it's just all procrastination. I want you to take a deeper look. What am I putting off? What am I avoiding? What opinion do I have about what I'm avoiding? In my mind, what expectations of the feelings I need to have in order for me to stop avoiding this task and move forward or do it? If my self-talk about this task that I'm procrastinating, if my self-talk has negative energy to it, then more than likely it bears so much weight that it's very difficult to motivate myself to go against my opinion about it, right? So how this gets played out is let's say I look at my house and I, and I haven't cleaned it for a while. And I keep saying, well, I want to clean it, but I just don't feel like it. I don't just feel like it. And then I shame myself, say, I'm a procrastinator. I'm a procrastinator. And that's like where I get stuck for a while. So how to clean that up would be to acknowledge that I'm avoiding the, the cleaning of a house and really ask myself, what am I waiting for? Like, what feeling am I waiting for? I'm waiting for motivation. I'm waiting for some sort of reason. Um, 
whatever the expectation that I have within me, identifying it. And also, what is my opinion about it? Do I think it's easy? Do I think it's hard? Do I think there are better things to do? It's not fun. It's not exciting. It's boring. What narrative have I created about this task? You need to get to know yourself real well. If you're going to work on this, you're going to work, you're going to get to know yourself. I want us to throw out that word of procrastination as it meaning anything beyond a label that was created by man. It has no other depth or uh, weight unless it's, we're just using it to identify that we're avoiding something when we call ourselves procrastinators or we're procrastinating towards something in that, that really just means that I'm avoiding something and looking at it deeper and seeking to understand yourself a little bit better in that area. What opinions do I have about that thing? What am I thinking about it? What feeling am I waiting for in order for me to accomplish it? Like I have a lot of expectations riding on that one thing. Today I heard somebody talk about work that they have to get done. They're like, oh, I have to, I have to, I have to <laughs> finish this uh, bunch of papers and I haven't done it yet and I'm procrastinating. Uh, and I know I'm procrastinating and I haven't done it. I just don't, I just don't feel like it. Basically, they said exactly all the, all the most important clues about procrastination. I don't feel like it. It's a lot of it. It's a lot of paperwork that has to get done and I have to do it. Like it's a, it's a forced activity. When I say I have to do something, your psyche unfortunately rebels against it. It just, it just does it. Like think about it. If anybody tells you you have to do something, most of the time we are going to rebel against it because we know deep down inside we are free to choose. And if you tell me anything different, I will resist it or fight against it. So the best thing to do in this case is to look at the resistance, to look at what I'm resisting, what am I saying about it that's causing the resistance. It isn't something really to resist because I know I have a choice. In everything I do, I have a choice. And you are born with that choice. I am born with that choice. And if we don't think we have that choice, then everything becomes uh, heavy. It becomes uh, a task in which I will avoid because I feel like I'm forced to do it. I am forced to do that paperwork or I'm forced to clean my house rather than it is and made into an option. As, of course, it is an option. You can clean the house or you cannot clean the house. That's okay. It doesn't have to have the narrative of I have to overthink it and say, well, why am I not doing that? I'm just a procrastinator and just getting myself stuck in shame, which, of course, becomes self-destructive. And I don't do anything after that. When when I'm self-shaming, I just keep self-punishing. So it has no value here. Uh, to correct anything. It just keeps you stuck. I want to make sure that people get this out of their system. To call yourself a procrastinator, I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Like I, uh, I've never heard it being used wisely. I, I don't even know if it has a use that's wise. Um, because if I'm using it without seeking to understand myself, why I'm avoiding and what I'm waiting for and what I'm, and what my language is about, uh, the, the thing I'm about to do, then it's really useless. A useless label that does not do anything for you. Another way that procrastinating hap- happens is 
by what we call overthinking something. It's just overthinking, meaning that I, again, go back to, I have a lot of opinions about that thing. I have to wait for a feeling to happen in order for me to actually do that thing. I have a lot of expectations built on that task that makes that task heavier than it really is. We can make any task heavy. I can make checking email pretty heavy task and I can make uh, doing my homework a heavy task with my opinions. I can make going to work every morning. I have a lot of opinions about it. Like it's not, I'm forced to do it. I got to work and I hate it and I hate my job and it, and I could, uh, engage in all these, uh, opinions. But all they're really doing in the end is just making that thing that I'm looking at much heavier, at which point I'm going to want to avoid it because I have this built up uh, energy towards it. You got to care about yourself and your energy. And if you have this built up heavy energy towards something, you need to take a look at it and see what you're doing, what you've been doing about this. What have you been saying about what you're looking at and what you've been avoiding? Because it doesn't just happen on its own. So we don't just avoid things. If we are procrastinating, we have a history of creating a reality about that thing, overthinking that thing that we're procrastinating or avoiding to do. And so by confronting ourselves, not that actual thing, but confronting ourselves and really getting to um, soften the language within ourselves with softening and softening and softening over and over again all day long about this thing, then we're going to get to get to a place where uh, we don't avoid. We just do that thing. So this happened to me uh, at one point when it came to progress notes at work. If, you, if you're a therapist, you know what I'm talking about. We have to do a progress note for each person and they add up through the day, right? So if I'm seeing eight people a day, those are eight progress notes that have to get done. So now before I um, started to care about my energy, um, I noticed that I was feeling stressed all day long because I was thinking about the notes that have to get done. I was counting down like, oh, I have seven, I have eight, and I have to do my, I'm saying this, language, I have to do my notes, I have to finish those notes, and um, oh, it's going to take too long, oh, I don't like doing it, oh, I wish I, wish I, I didn't have to do it, <laughs> um, or whatever the case is, right? Those opinions about it all day long being rehearsed, by the time I got to do that thing that I needed to do, those progress notes, I was already exhausted. I was already uh, wanting to avoid it because I've been talking about it to myself all day long. So thinking about doing something is not a good thing, friends. <laughs> like, I don't need to think about something that I would do every day. I don't need to think about it in order for me to do it. I don't need to have feelings about it or opinions about it in order for me to do it. I just do it. So I started to just do it. It was really like that. When the echoing in my head or the nagging is what I call it, the nagging in my head starts within my head all day long. Like, oh, I have the progress notes. I start to release it, meaning I just surrender the thought. I don't need to pull it in, look at it, repeat it, give it attention. I just need to release it. So I just keep releasing or letting go of the thought. It comes in again, of course, because it is habitual and we're human. Uh, we release that thought again. We keep doing this all day long. And I did keep doing this all day long. Um, 
when I thought about the nose, I just released it. So when it was time for me to do the nose, I didn't have to think about it anymore. Uh, and I just go in and finish or complete my notes and they're done. Today, I don't think about it. I don't do a countdown. I don't nag myself all day long. I don't have opinions about my notes. I just write them. And boy, oh boy, it is just a snippet of my whole life. It doesn't become my whole day because I have to think about it. You get what I'm saying? It's just a snippet where it belongs, a snippet in the moment where I'm writing those notes and it's done. I don't need to keep thinking about it and nagging myself all darn day. And then uh, what we call procrastinating about it. I don't need to do all that today. We just on purpose surrender these thoughts throughout the day. And when I get to do it, I have no opinion about the progress knows. I just do them. The same thing with the gym, for example. If you want to exercise and you keep putting off exercising or procrastinating or avoiding exercise, well, you need to take a look at what opinions do you have about yourself when it comes to exercise. I like myself when I exercise, but when I don't exercise, I start nagging myself and calling myself names and I have opinion, negative opinion about myself. So in this case, I need people to suspend either good opinions or bad opinions. I need people to stop thinking about it. If you want to go to the gym, we need to remove resistance and just go. If you don't want to go that day, that's fine. You have things to do. Just no go. When we stop using guilt as a way to motivate, we are going to more than likely uh, do this activity with non-resistance. So there, so there's no um, energy that's getting us stuck with shame. We'll just keep doing it. I'll go to the gym when I can. And then when I, I'm, I'm unable to, for whatever reason, I don't need to go. That's fine. We need it to complement your life, not inconvenience it. So it's really important for everyone to take a look at how they're looking at their world. If there's something that they're procrastinating on, another way to say that, avoiding it, more than likely they're overthinking it. They're creating such large energy towards that thing through their expectations. They're, they need to feel a certain way uh, in order for them to do it and how they judge themselves on it when they don't do it. All the shame that's involved in this, right? If that's happening, they need to, we need to take a look at it and we need to make sure that we are cleaning that mess up. That is ours to clean. And when you do that, everything becomes so much easier because I'm not calling myself a procrastinator. When I get to do those progress, progress notes, I do them. If I don't do them, that's fine. I don't do them. Either way, I have no opinion and judgment about them. Uh, they just get done or they don't. And that's okay. All of it is fine. I'm not going to call myself names. All of it is a choice and we need to make it a choice for the psyche because in fact, that is the reality of it. All of this is something I choose to do because of what I do for a living. I choose to write my progress notes that demonstrate what the kind of work and whatever I worked on with people all day long. And I need to demonstrate that in my paperwork. So it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I hope this was useful to you and that you Stop saying procrastination <laughs> as a label uh, and labeling yourself like it's going to do anything for you. I need you to stop. Well, just basically stop and start understanding if I am or if I have the relationship of procrastination towards something, a task, something that I'm, I'm putting off, it means much deeper than just shame and procrastination. I need you to look at yourself with more depth, 
with more compassion and gentleness and kindness. You deserve that in this lifetime. There's no need to punish yourself. Nobody's policing it and saying you should punish yourself. Damn it. Nobody is. So I need you to be gentle and be kind to you. Nobody's going to hand you out a ticket because you're nice to yourself. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody's doing that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it is such an important topic. And I hope you find the value in this, friends. Because imagine a whole day where you just do stuff and you have no opinions about it. Man, is that heaven? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is heaven in the psyche. Um, where I just do stuff. I'm going to do them every day, then I just do them. And if I don't do them that day, that's fine. They just don't get done, I guess. That's it. No need to bash myself to pieces, call myself names, even introduce myself to other people and tell them, I'm a procrastinator. Like, we don't need to do that, friends. We don't need to do that. We can work on it now. This is something you could do now. It's okay that you're avoiding something. Just take a look at why you're, why you're avoiding it. What language do you have about it? What's your opinion about it? All this is irrelevant. If you're going to do it, just do it. If you're going to write your nose, just write your nose. If you're going to go to the gym, go to the gym. If you don't want to go to the gym, don't go to the gym. All of it, nobody's policing. The language that we have is causing it to be a problem for us. It's more wasted energy, exhaustion that we don't need. We don't need it. I need you to to reserve it for something important, but it ain't that. <laughs> it ain't checking the emails. It ain't uh, finishing up paperwork or um, having to finish up a project. We don't, we don't need to place that much energy on that. We just do it or we don't do it and it's okay. It's gonna be okay, friends. All right, I hope this finds you well. I love you. And as always, I'm sending you love and light. Stephen King once said, Amateurs sit and wait for inspiration. The rest of us just get up and go to work. This has been an episode of Drive Through.